live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Marley starts off this hour in Minneapolis. Hi, Marley. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Good. How can we help? Uh, I am calling to get some advice on how we stop doing too many baby steps at once um, while in the middle of building a house. Okay. How many are you doing? Um, well, we are attempting to pay off debt, have a savings fund, um, and then also have over 20% of equity in our house, which we've already gotten that one. Um, now we're realizing we're just, we're starting in the middle of doing the baby steps and we need to take a step back. So, so the house is under construction. Correct. And you're under contract for it. Okay. Yep. So we are uh, we are building it ourselves, which okay. is how we've gotten um, our equity with it. Uh-huh. Okay. So that decision's done. Yep. Can't really undo it. Nope. Okay. So let's just set that aside. And you've got twenty percent equity because of the sweat equity, or you've got the actual cash. Um, a mix of both. We've paid um, quite a bit out of pocket already, um, then plus the sweat equity. So we will have well over 20%. Okay. What do you need to finish the house in cash? To finish the house in cash? Mm -hmm. What cash do you need to finish this project that you've started? Um, We would need $400,000. So that's what our mortgage will end up being when we are done. No, no, no. If I'm under- that, that's, your mortgage is not cash. Your mortgage is borrowed money. I'm talking about how much money do you need in the bank to finish oh, this project? I see. I see. Um, we, well, we're having a lot of cash flow coming in and out, but we're taking draws both beforehand. So really, that's all being done with the bank paying for the um, expenses as they're coming. So um, you have a construction loan. Correct, yeah. Okay. In addition to the construction loan, do you have any cash needs? Um, no. For the house? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so if you took no cash out of your budget, you can finish the house with the construction loan and get your permanent mortgage, correct? Correct. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at. So then okay. that project now, we can kind of seal the wall on that, no no pun intended, and push that to the side. That's taken care of. Now let's go work the baby steps. Okay. So what is your income? 120 gross. All right. And how much debt do you have? Not counting 60, the house. Yep, 62. All right. What kind of debt is the 62 made up of? Uh, 50000 in vehicles and 12000 in college. What are the vehicles? Um, we have two of them. Um, one is majority of it. Um, and that is a Chevy Tahoe and then a Honda Civic. Now, what do you owe on the Tahoe? 40000 mm-hmm. Okay. If I woke up in your shoes, I'd sell the Tahoe. I'd amputate the Tahoe. Okay. 
You call me because you're stressed out, freaked out, and you got money going out 14 different directions and you can't breathe. Yeah. And you're driving a freaking $40,000 truck while you're trying to build a house in the middle of it. Yep. I would want my life back more than I wanted the Tahoe. Okay. If I were you. You're pretty easy on this. Is it? It's your car, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is ours. It's just convincing my husband to do that has been the... Um, What's his problem? He loves the stress? Uh, <laughs> it's more of the stuck on, we're going to be in the hole if we get rid of it. And Well, you're already in uh, the hole. When you get rid our, of it, you just admit it. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks paying it off and then having it for until it runs into the ground is that would have been a good idea if you did that before you built a house that that would have helped yes (laughs) because right now you guys have nothing in savings because you need it all um yeah well nothing that we could throw at any of the debt right now other than we have extra cash flow each month and so we've been throwing that at our house why now it's like i thought the construction was covering the house yeah we've just been trying to pay as much cash as possible and now, after meanwhile, you're driving a forty thousand dollar Tahoe. Doing that and that too. Yeah, so. that's, this is bass backwards, kiddo. You guys got to clean okay. this debt up, and you got to you, you've got the dad gum uh, cash set up to do the construct with the construction loan to finish the house. Just finish the house with the debt. You've already committed to that. That's a hole you've dug. You're set for that. That's a done deal. And it's not completely okay. out of control. It's just out of order. And so it's not yeah. the end of the world. Uh, and then I would look up and say, if I can't get these cars and this $60,000 paid off in less than a year, I'm dumping this Tahoe and I'm probably just dumping it. It just doesn't fit Mm -hmm. in this equation because here's the thing. Your husband does not feel the risk that you all are carrying and you feel it. Yep. Yep. It's really bothering you. And he's walking along, whistling through the woods and a bear is getting ready to kill him. And you know there's bears, and for some reason he's unaware there's a bear. You follow me? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you need to grab him by his face with your two hands, put the kids to bed, turn off the television, put the screens down, and look in him in the eyes and say, I am so scared I can't breathe. You're killing me. Okay. Because that's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, he, he, he honestly, he honestly, listen, I know, you know how I know this guy? I'm him. I did this exact same crap to my wife in my twenties. Cause I don't have a risk meter. I just go do crap. And if it's wrong, I'll go do something else. And that's him. Okay. And he's just, he's yeah. whistling along in the middle of that gum bear country here. And he's attracting grizzlies and doesn't even know what they look like. And his wife is actually smart. And she's going, this is scary. And my wife was doing the exact same thing. I about, I about ran her in the ditch, man. I about killed her. So I'm telling you, I'm, I'm begging him as the old guy who made the same mistakes he did to listen to his wife, who can find a virtuous wife. Her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, and he will have no lack of gain. Wow. Listen to your wife, men. Timeless wisdom. If she's virtuous, listen to her. If she's a princess, that's different. But if she's virtuous, you need to listen to her. She's probably smarter than you are. Mm. And in this case, that's true. The case of Dave and the case of Marley's husband. Yeah. No question. This isn't, hey, Dave Ramsey said we have to sell the Tahoe. This is, I'm so scared we have to do something drastic to get to safety. Because you running around chasing your tail is not making me happy. 
making me unhappy, stressed, anxiety. Dr. John Deloney could do a clinic on this. Wow. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Tickets are going fast for our Building Wealth live tour. We were just in Indianapolis. It was a complete sellout. Thank you to the 3,100 of you that came out there. Uh, This week, I will be in Austin, Texas for a sold-out event on Thursday evening, February 23rd, with Ken Coleman, Dr. John Deloney, Jade Warshaw. April 24th, I'll be in Salt Lake City with Rachel Cruz, George Camel, and Christina Ellis. You can still get a ticket to that one. And May 2nd, me, Ken Coleman, Dr. John Deloney, Christina Ellis will be in Anaheim. Tickets are $49. They start at $49, and you can get a four-pack starting as low as $175. Uh, I will be there at each of these events live. People will be signing books and answering questions. We'll be doing a panel. I'll be yakking at you and encouraging you. And uh, bring your friends who think all this stuff's crazy. We might convert one of them. You never know. We might help them to move from the dark side. Sometimes it takes seeing them in person. It's a different experience than just the show or a book. It is. And if you're doing this stuff, this Ramsey Way stuff, it's a good it's a good pep rally for you. You know? Wealth building is a journey. And so it's you know if it's a 20-year journey, you need a little pick-me-up every now and then to remind yourself. RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events. Well, if you're planning a move soon, that can be expensive, but I got great news. Our studio sponsor, Pods Moving and Storage, wants to help one of you move for free. All you need to do is get a quote from pods.com slash Ramsey between February 20th and March 3rd and enter the win. It is really that simple. Somebody's got to get a free move valued up to $5,000 and $10,000 in cold hard cash. That's $15,000 worth of value. That's impressive. Costs you nothing. So Pods makes moving easier, the flexibility you need, the control you want, the customer service you deserve. They're a great company. That's why we've allowed them to be Ramsey Trusted and uh, sponsor the studio, the Pods Moving and Storage Studio for the Ramsey Show. Love it. At pods.com slash Ramsey, enter for a chance to win a free move and $10,000 in cash. Pods.com slash Ramsey. Ramsey, don't hey, don't miss that. That's a lot of money. All right, Erica's with us in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Erica, what's up? Hi, George. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Dave. Hey, hey, what's help? up? Um, so I had a question, and it is pretty much whether or not I should pay off my car. Um, <laughs> I know how it sounds, but um, pretty much I have um. 19k in savings right now and there's 16k left on my car but right now with the technology there's how much left on your car let me say it again oh 16k 16,000 and you have 19,000 in savings yes and what do you make and that's not including in um retirement savings okay and what do you make 70k okay you're single yes gotcha okay all right what's your hesitation why don't you want to pay the car off um, so, like, with tech layoffs and everything, I just did not want to pay off the car and did not have any savings. With what and everything? What you're saying? You're saying tech layoffs? Do you work for one of the big tech companies? Yes. yes. And there's been layoffs at this company recently? Yes. What do you think the percentage chance is you're going to be laid off? 50-50, 70-30, 90-10? 
Um, I'm honestly not sure. They seem to be random. That's um, so that's comforting. What a wonderful well. place to work. She's what never do you make? on the chopping block. What do you make? 70. 70. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm an IT security analyst. An IT what analyst? Security, security analyst. analyst. Okay. Oh, good Lord. Why are you only making 70? IT security is huge. Have you shopped around, looked at jobs? Oh, I have, and that's my plan. But, of course, until that happens, I just didn't know. No, no, I want um, your plan to be, like, by Friday. Why would you hang okay. out at this place? It's unstable, unpredictable, and random. That's true. And you can make 100 work in someplace else. That's also true. I think so. I got security people working here, and they have IT by their name. Could be wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm overpaying them. I don't know. <laughs> it depends on what you're doing. I'm joking around. But I really think you're in a sweet spot. That is a very, very hot field that you're in. I don't know what level of certifications you've got or how far up in experience you are, but I would be poking around out there and see what I can find. Have you heard of Ken Coleman that is on the Ramsey Show here that has his own show on careers? Well, I have. Okay. Have you got any of his stuff yet? Because I'm going to send it to you. I do not. I just have your stuff, honestly. Okay. That's fair. All right. We're going to send you his book, From Paycheck to Purpose, and we're going to send you the Get Clear Assessment for Career. Uh, oh, and I'm going to throw in another book called Proximity Principle, which is one of his big steps on getting a new job. And I want you to go look for a job. Why would you stay there? Okay, I do understand. No, why would you stay there? Is there a good reason I'm missing? Um, I, I don't know if a strong reason. So I graduated in 2021 um, in the fall, so in December. And so I worked here for like a year and a half. Okay. Well, Erica, here's the deal. If you pay off the car today, you free up a car payment, and you just start saving up that emergency fund again, and even if you do get laid off, there's probably going to be severance with some cash involved. And so you're going to be okay. So I wouldn't let this whole thing paralyze you into not paying off your debt. Exactly. And here's the thing. Okay. Here, here's what's bothering me as the old guy in the conversation, okay? I'm doing that a lot today. But anyway, the um, I don't want you, because we care about you, we love you, we want you to win. I don't want you to have any part of your life paralyzed by a company that is being led poorly. And when they leave their team in a position of uncertainty, feeling that they randomly could be killed at any moment, that's what the, that's where you are. They've left you. They've paralyzed your life. Your life is on hold while you hold your breath to see if they're going to shoot you or not. Right? That's true. And, and I, I want more for you than that. That's why I don't think they deserve you. I think you need to go get something else for your sake because I don't want any part of your life on hold because everything, you're just kind of looking over your shoulder every morning going, when's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming? When are they going to get, you know, when are they going to take me out from the back here? It's like when Hunger Games out stabbed there. Stabbed in the, yeah, exactly. Goodness. <laughs> the big tech Hunger Games are underway, boys and girls. Yeah, that's true. It's and really, you're waiting for a random email to figure out that you got laid off. Yeah, I mean, there's no indication. You're lucky. You know, and so what you've got is, let me tell you how bad their leadership sucks, Okay. They've got their entire workforce thinking like her. That is not a recipe for productivity, loyalty, 
creativity. It is not a delivery of products. It's not a recipe for winning. And so if there's a portion, you know, leadership, if you got a real problem, just stand up and go, look, about 10% of you may not make it. The rest of you are safe because we're trying to turn the corner here on a mess. And the 10% that aren't going to make it are going to kind of look like this. And so if you fall in those categories, you should be, you should be holding your breath. The rest of you are okay. But they got the whole stinking place frozen because they're wusses as corporate leaders. Classic corporate America crap. It's exactly what, what you're that asking is. is for corporate leaders to have integrity. You're, that's asking a lot, Dave. Well, I mean, you can be a corporate leader with integrity, but then you wouldn't be corporate America. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So, so big Just tech. walking on eggshells. How are you focused at work if you're worried <laughs> that it might be your last day? You're not. All you're doing is looking around going, well, you're at the water cooler going. Where did Who's George go? Next? George was here yesterday. Oh, it's the um, the rapture, big tech rapture. I feel, but yeah. you know what? Our plan works in good times and bad times. So if that's you out there, the best position you can put yourself in is being debt free with a fully funded emergency fund, and be looking for that next thing. Yeah, check out Ken Coleman's materials. They're all at kencoleman.com, guys. And uh, hey, you know, work for a place that deserves you. And. Um, you know, we got 1,100 people here. We communicate with them real clearly. Can you imagine? I ain't scared. <laughs> I'll be here tomorrow. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. On the debt-free stage in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, Mark and Ashley are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? We're Hi. great. We're great. Glad to be here. Good to have you guys. Where do you live? Homer, New York, south of Syracuse. Oh, fun. Welcome to Nashville. And how much have you paid off? 124000 Ah, cool. How long did this take? Six years and four months. All right. And your range of income during that time? 47000 to one hundred and ten. Wow. Good. What do you all do for a living? Uh, high school science teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'm a wedding videographer. Awesome. Very good. What kind of debt was the 124000 It was our car solar panels student loans and our house you were kind of normal and now you're weird yep way to go you guys what's this house worth about a hundred and forty thousand phenomenal way to go you guys how's it feel to be completely free great yeah (laughs) awesome very relaxed kind of surreal yeah 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 you've been working on it a long time yes you've been digging on this Mm -hmm. tell us your story how'd you get connected to this ramsey way stuff yeah, so um, June, 2002, uh, June 2016, we had two little kids at home. He was uh, early in his teaching career. I was just starting my business. We really weren't making a lot of money at the time. Um, but I thought that we were doing pretty good with our money um, based on how much we were making. Um, but then our, our church said, uh, we're, we're going to have this Financial Peace University class. And I thought, oh, I think that maybe we should take this. We were doing a really, what I learned later is that we were doing a really good job tracking our spending, but not so much planning it ahead of time. So um, I said to him, I think we should take financial peace and see if we can be doing anything better. And I said, no, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're a teacher. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I thought we were, I thought we were doing well. So you did, did you, did you lose the argument or did you go to class? We're here. You went to class. Okay. (laughs) Was was there more convincing needed? How did you respond to it? Um, I was just like, we had heard a couple of other couples that we really admired had taken the class. Um, So um, we really looked up to to them and I said, well, if we don't, 
if we don't like what we hear, we can just go back to what we're doing because we think that what we're doing is pretty good. So we could always do that. And we were just so busy at the time with diapers and bottles. And he was working extra at school to try to make more money. And it felt like it felt like another thing. Yeah, and, um, yeah, because it but, was right. And the, the key was though the logical standpoint. We could take the class, and if we don't like what we hear, we can just go back to what yeah. we were doing. Yeah. So um, I was like, okay, that's logical. That makes sense. And by, I don't know, lesson, I think the debt lesson was like, all right, I'm in. We're changing what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. So we got you in the middle of the class completely converted then and ready to go. What's your church name that did this? Uh, The chapel. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks to them for leading the class. That's wonderful. Way to go, you guys. Thank you. Okay, now you're old pros. You've been pushing this rock up the hill for six years. What's the secret to getting out of debt? What's the secret to sticking with it that long? Yeah, two things. Um, I think number one is just hating debt. Like I said, lesson two, um, the debt lesson was huge, huge for me because I was like, well, most people, they take on loans, they take on credit cards, not a big deal. That's our culture. Uh, that's normal. And mm-hmm. so I didn't think normal was bad. Mm-hmm. And so having that that light bulb um, go, come on that said, okay, this is this is not okay. We, we really should shed all this, this debt. Um, what was huge was a big turning point for us and uh the second thing i think we were new christians at the time and we had never really heard about tithing or um you know really giving generously so through the class we learned about that and by the end of it we were like okay we really want to commit to this completely like we cut up the credit cards we're going to do everything um and we wanted to grow our generosity muscle so week by week we increased our giving to the church uh, until we got to the full 10 percent and um, I think that, that once we started doing that, we really started to see really big changes because I think that God can change your money situation, and he did by giving us more opportunities to work, giving him more opportunities to work, and we took them. Um, my business really started to take off. Um, but then he, I think tithing also changes your heart. And, um, you know, it grew in our heart gratitude and contentment and really being able to look at the bigger picture on what's really important and the legacy that we want to leave to our kids and yeah, I think that's Chapel uh, Chapel actually gets to preach the next tithing Seriously. message. <laughs> that is so cool. And for those that do have a heart for generosity, this plan just lights you on fire because you're going, wait, I'm sending lenders a thousand dollars every month instead of things I actually care about, like my community and organization. So you guys are incredible. What made you go, we're not just paying off the consumer debt, we're just gonna keep going through the mortgage because that's a next level intensity. Yeah, um, you just lump it all together and go any debt in our life we want gone. Well, I think it, I think when we first started, it was just the consumer debt that we were going after, and then the mortgage like was this like far off, um, like okay, that's like way down the, the yeah, line. Huge goal. Um, but I would be sitting there doing dishes, um, don't have a dishwasher in our house, and I'd be watching debt-free screams, and these two little kids would be like at my ankles. <laughs> watching with me and I would hear people paying off their house and I was like can you imagine the freedom for that and I kept thinking like okay that's going to be like we're going to be 40 45 even that would be crazy and then God was just kind of like you can do it in six years and I was like really how um and then you know he gave us the opportunities to do that and we said okay we're we're doing it completely um so once that happened we were just game on cool How, how much of the six years did you spend on the consumer debt two two okay and then it took another four to knock the mortgage out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Very good. You guys are above average. You, The typical is about seven years from the time you get your consumer debt paid off, you knock the mortgage out. So overall, about a 10-year process, and that's what we typically see. But you guys wore that out. Way to go! Yeah. Thank you. Whoop, Thank whoop, you. Whoop, 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 whoop. I love it. 
Very, so very what cool. What do you tell that couple out there who's maybe where you guys were? We're going, well, it's normal is fine. Everything's fine. Why change? What do you say to that couple to shake them and wake them up? Well, actually, we're, we're a financial peace coordinator. So we've taught the class at our church now a couple times. Awesome. And so um, we we're always trying to convince people to take the class. And um, so I, I feel like for us, it's just being weird, being okay, being weird and, um, and, and owning it and knowing that there's a freedom on the other side and mm -hmm. that you don't have to just live like everybody else. Well, you don't have to say much. You just show up and you go, here's our story. <laughs> right. Here's what we did. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. go, tell me more. Yeah. Wow. Can't really argue with your story. It's your story. Yeah, hard to, hard to put that down. It happened. That's what happened. So right. way to go, y'all. All right, bring the kiddos up. Uh, we've got a copy of the Live and Give Bundle for you guys. That's the uh, Baby Steps Millionaire's number one best-selling book and the Total Money Makeover Baby's uh, number one best-selling book and another one-year membership to Financial Peace University. So as you're teaching it, now that you've gone through it, uh, you can give all those stuff to somebody and help somebody get started. Way to go. What are the kiddos' names and ages? This is Kenzie. She's 10. Mm -hmm. Xander, 8. All right. Way to go, guys. All the way from New York City, or New York State, rather, uh, practicing a debt-free scream. I assume they have it down by now. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Mark and Ashley, Kenzie and Xander from New York. I love it. 124000 paid off in six years and four months, making 47 to 110 House and everything count it down let's hear a debt-free scream okay, ready three two, two one, one. We're We're debt -free! Yeah! they brought it Woo! that'll put some pep in your step that'll go good job yeah wow so what's the point the point is you've been listening to the show and not doing the stuff we teach and today's your day yeah i'm talking to you Today's your day. That couple right there was talking directly at you, asking you indirectly why in the world you're still screwing around and not doing this stuff. Today is your day. Decide. The, 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 the proof is there. We've proven to you for decades that this stuff works. And there it is yet again with Mark and Ashley. And Kenzie and Xander had their whole family tree changed because their mom and dad took in new information and changed their direction. People listen for 5, 10, 15 years, and then finally they go, well, Dave, I finally picked up the book. I finally went to the class, and two years later I became completely debt-free. Six years later we didn't have a mortgage payment. It's amazing how that works. Yeah. Instead right. of listening, just do it and see if you like it. And like they said, if you don't like it, go back to how you were living. It'll always be there. I mean, if you get out of debt and you hate it, you can get back in pretty easy. They'll let you get more debt, it turns out. This is The Ramsey Show. George Campbell Ramsey personality is my co-host today. A lot of you are planning to move sometime soon. Well, that's fun. I'm excited for you. Uh, but I got to be real. In most places around the country, you're still facing sky-high home prices and interest rates well, they're up too, and they're not exactly at the record lows. And that makes home ownership tough, but does not make it impossible. If you want to buy or you want to sell, you got to make sure you're financially ready and you've got to have a trusted and experienced real estate agent to walk you through it, not Uncle Charlie, who just got his license, not someone who does real estate as a part-time hobby because they like looking at houses. You need a pro who does a lot of transactions to help you with your transaction. A high-caliber Ramsey trusted agent 
You can get them through our endorsed local providers program. And since we vet the agents from around the country, you'll have the best support, whether you're moving from Florida to Alaska or anywhere in between. RamseySolutions.com slash agent to find a Ramsey-trusted real estate agent today. That's RamseySolutions.com slash agent. Shay is with us in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Shay. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, George. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Uh, so my husband and I are currently in baby step three, and we also need to save for a few, few other things this year. So my question is, should I separate my savings into different focused funds, or should I lump it together until my life uh, changes path? What, what is it we're saving for? So I'm what, saving what, for the What order the life fund. change? What are we talking about here? Yes. So my husband is currently finishing up college. He has about a year left and we're cash flowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Navy is paying for 60% of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm currently pregnant and we are also saving up for a new car for the baby. Babies don't need cars. Uh, yes, I understand. They're not, so you're not saving a, up a car for the baby. You're saving up a car for you. So, uh, so congratulations on having a baby. That's awesome. So what, what, what is your existing car? It is a 2011 Ford Taurus and it has 202,000 miles, Mm -hmm. 202,000, yeah, 2,000 miles. Um, and so we're just trying to, that's your only car. Yes. That's our only car. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And what's your household income? It's about 55,000 a year. I stay at home. And like I said, my husband is active duty. Okay. All right. And you already have children? No, this is our first. Well, congratulations. That's, That's just awesome. How old are you two? Thank you. We're both 23. Okay. And when's the baby due? In um, September, my mom's birthday, September 9th. Fun. Okay. And how much money do you have in savings currently? About uh, 10000 Great. And so if we just saved up, we just continued to pile on money into that emergency fund, how much would you have by the time the baby comes? You didn't do anything but build up savings. Mm, I would say maybe fifteen to 20000 Should have, yeah. That sounds about right. I'd, I'd say closer to twenty. If you're doing a re- good yeah. job of managing your budget, making sure every dollar has a name. Um, mm-hmm. So if you did that and you and baby came home and everybody's okay and everybody comes home from the hospital and you had $20,000 and no debt payments, that'd be a pretty good place to be to start, wouldn't it? Yeah, it feels great. <laughs> yeah. And then we can look at upgrading the car a little. Okay. But okay. let's get let's get you and baby home and safe and make sure we don't trade car money for baby money. That sounds good. And does that include cash flowing his school? Yes, it does. Um, like I said, the Navy's paying for sixty percent, so each uh, trimester is about a thousand, and he has two left. Okay, so we're only talking a couple thousand bucks, and we're done with this. Yes, that's correct. Is he still in the Navy, or this is post? And he's active duty. He's trying to finish his uh, his college degree so he can become a uh, an officer. Oh, good. Okay, right. so pay's going to go up when he finishes. Good. Very yes. good. Well, tell him thanks for his service. Absolutely. And uh, so what, what would I tell you? What will we tell you to do? Let me summarize again. Okay, Shay. I want mm-hmm. you to do nothing except live on a tight budget, finish his degree, and get a big old pile of cash before baby comes. Baby comes and everybody's home and everybody's okay. Then we look at upgrading the car a little bit. Okay. Maximum of seven to $10,000 car. 
Okay, that sounds good. Which is way better car than you got now. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Yeah, because you're driving a $1,500 car. Now. And if something comes up, it may be a minor repair that we have to dip into the emergency fund and then build it back up. But get get you something that, that you feel good about the reliability and that'll hold a couple of car seats, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in that seven to ten thousand range, after you come home, and that's going to leave you ten to fifteen thousand in your bank account after you've done that. Still zero debt in this equation. And of course, it, of course. it always helps me to lay out things in order, and that's kind of what we're helping you to do here. We're saying this comes first, then this, then this, and then this. Okay, because it's real easy to get seven things coming at you at once and you get overwhelmed and you do them in the wrong order. Like, for instance, going and buying a $10,000 car right now, and then there was a hiccup with the baby and you needed the cash for that, you would that would have been a mistake. So we're just going to make sure everything's okay then. And it probably is 99%, right? It's going to be okay, but we're going to just keep things in right order. And that keeps the stress level down in your house and in your checkbook. So good stuff. Mike is with us. Mike's in Chattanooga. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? Better than we deserve. How can we help? Uh, so to the point, um, I'm trying to figure out what to do with, uh, a uh, situation that I got myself into was uh, purchasing a couple homes uh, before I kind of started listening to your podcast and and uh, hearing what you're saying and, and kind of uh, seeing the parallel with um, y'all doing things that are not like the world and and the way I was doing things was more in line with the world and, and uh, I'm a believer so I'm trying to trying to make some changes here, but income is $9,522 take home. Uh, that's including the rent from the duplex without the rent. It's $7,272 a month. Uh, my mortgage is 1445. The duplex is 1789 a month. I have $72,000 in debt consisting of a renovation loan, a vehicle and a couple credit cards. What will the duplex sell for? Uh, so I just bought it this year. It appraised for two sixty like six months ago. I paid two fifty for it. I owe I think two forty five ish. So um I'm worried if I sell it I would I would lose money, but I but you know, I'm open to Well there's no there's nothing on fire. You don't have to give it away, so you should be able to sell it for market value if you're patient. Right. And it's rented. It is rented, yeah. So it's not costing you anything to put it on the market and see if you can get it moved um, and, and continue yeah. to collect your rent. And Because what it is is you don't have enough equity in that for it to represent anything but a potential problem. It's not a blessing. Yeah. Your, your, yeah, exactly. your rents over payment are tight. Right. Any little hiccup becomes a, a cash drain rather than a blessing, and you don't have enough cash flow to set up to cover that drain. Yeah, and I don't even have an emergency fund yet or anything like that. So, yeah. Also, uh, the, the house that I live in, I did a full gut remodel over the last year. I got out of the military a year ago, and I did all this within, within the last year. I was doing this nights and on the weekends. I built houses for a living. The house I remodeled um, should sell for around 360 dollars 290 It came with an additional 1.1-acre lot that's already parceled out and has its own tax ID, so... Originally, I planned to sell this house once it was remodeled and then build a house on the new, the other lot. I think I can build a modest 
for my family for under two hundred thousand dollars, which is which is better than I can, you know. Yeah, it might take I you. A while, it might take you a while to execute all these plans, but there's nothing here that sounds nothing's slam dunk in a hurry. It's not an emergency. But let's begin to move these things in and out of your life to where you end up with some cleared real estate and some cleared debt. And that's going to put you in a much better condition. Hey, man, thank you for joining us. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.